for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 87 new cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the Heweldar Health Ward area in the last two days, according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed there were 43 new cases in Carmarthenshire, 25 in Pembrokeshire and 19 in Ceredigion. The total number of cases in Wales is now 242,668, with 5,616 recorded deaths. A Pembroke town councillor has panned the county council for a lack of toilet signage in the town's east end. Councillor Melanie Phillips said, We have a set of public toilets at the east end of Pembroke, but unfortunately there is no sign pointing the way to them. The toilets are slightly set back, so some people cannot always see them. The local hotelier used to allow the public to use her facilities, but she was forced to lock her front door after some people abused them. She continued saying, I have asked for a sign for four years. There was a sign there, but it was taken away to accommodate a lime tree and was never returned. The county council offered us a sign, and the sign was to be a prominent one placed on the toilet block. How ridiculous. If you see the sign, you have obviously found the toilets already. The father of a son whose grave was recently destroyed has been left furious after not being allowed to make the grave look nicer following its destruction. Mark Thornton from Milford Haven purchased a grave for his son, but several months ago it was desecrated. He said, we put teddies there and flowers there and they were taken. We have spent loads of money trying to do it up and people just wreck it. It is currently unknown whether the destruction of the grave, along with others around a similar time frame, was as a result of van vandalism or weather. Councillor Colin Sharp, who is chairman of the Cemetery Maintenance and Land Acquisition Group, said Milford Haven Cemetery is a public cemetery that is run by Milford Haven Town Council and has procedures and policies in place to make the cemetery a safe place for all visitors and the staff who work there. When purchasing a grave, the purchaser is given full information on the terms and conditions and that apply when purchasing the grave and sign to say they accept these. He continued saying all graves have to be left for a certain amount of time to settle. The grave, as stated in the terms and conditions, is shortly to be turfed. Mr Thornton had not notified us of any damage to the grave and the staff were not aware of any damage. Having investigated with the ground staff, Mr Thornton was told he could not place these stones on the grave. The police were not called and since the incident, Mr Thornton has not placed the stones on the grave and as a gesture of goodwill, Milford Haven Town Council have reimbursed. A new Channel 4 show which starts this week will be highlighting Pembrokeshire Coast National Park along with its many landscapes and people within it. Epic Wales, Valleys, Mountains and Coasts follows people who live and work in and around Wales' three national parks. The first episode will see the programme travel to Pembrokeshire to visit Mark Gainfoot, a fisherman from Dale, as he embarks on his first catch of the season. Furthermore, in the first episode, the programme visits a sheep and cattle farmer in Snowdonia and Castle wall repair workers in the Brecon Beacons. The first episode of the series will air on Friday, August 6th at 8pm. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Summer in Pembrokeshire. Ah, basil and snail poison. The sweet smell of summer. On Pure West Radio. Breaking. 
Alles war irgendwie nur Plastik Money Denn die Modebanken gegen ihn Woher die Schulden kamen, war wohl jedermann bekannt Er war ein Mann der Frauen, Frauen liebten seinen Punk Er war ein Superstar, er war so populär Er war zu exaltiert, genau das war sein Flair Er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky Doll Und alle sucht noch heute Captain Rock mir ab Ronnie J on the Rants and Ramble show and it's uh, start of August. Oh my gosh, that's gone quick. Tonight we're discussing, well, I say we, I'm discussing and you're hopefully discussing um, children's vaccines in general. I mean, it's not specific, it's just, you know, babies have vaccines, children, young children have vaccines. Do, are they still relevant? Um, do we still need them? Do you feel your children, st- are you a parent who has said no to having the vaccines or how you were parent that's gone made sure, you know, every vaccine is on time. Um, I will be going Facebook Live, obviously, as normal. Um, for all the regular listeners, for the new ones, I go Facebook Live. Please join me on there. Um, the usual applies. Um, I hope Facebook works. <laughs> this is the normal thing. I know, I know, I know. I'm back. Hey. So uh, I'm going to do the uh, theme tune for us and then we shall have, hopefully, Facebook Live.
I love that song. Yes, I know. I love it that much. I made it my theme tune. Yes, you're here with Ronnie J's Rants and Rambles. And um, I will hopefully go Facebook Live in a minute. As always, please respect each other's opinions. We're all entitled to one, whether you agree with it or not. Um, please watch language. Um, I know sometimes if you know we're a bit passionate about stuff, it kind of slips in now and again. But just remember that not everybody agrees with it. So, um, and any views I put out of myself is not necessarily the views of anybody else here at PWR. That is Pure West Radio. So hopefully, I'm going to press the button that we're going to go live and it's going to work. Um, tonight we are actually talking about um, children and their vaccinations. Um, it's been a long time since I've had my children vaccinated, so not really a hundred percent sure. I have done a bit of a bit of homework on this. Um, so it's kind of you know what are the vaccinations that they're given um, still relevant? I suppose um, it's kind of like um, you know I know there's the MMR out there. I remember. Um, many years ago when it came out and my children were vaccinated or my daughter was vaccinated with it and my youngest um there was a lot of you know sort of shall we shan't we's because it was you know all clumped together measles mumps rubella vaccine was all clumped together and you know we, we were all kind of like well you know i don't know about this and we didn't have social media like we do have now. So, I mean, you, you couldn't go on to Google everything or, 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 you know, whatever search engine you use. I mean, you you couldn't just go on and go, oh, right, Luna, what's the information on it? Because you didn't have it. You just had to rely on, you know, your your health representatives, whether it be your, you know, your, your health visitor, your doctor, the nurses. You know, you, you, you just kind of had to rely on them and anybody actually watching by the way we are live <coughs> excuse me and uh, my voice is not a hundred percent so please bear with me um but as well as that i'm wearing my glasses yes forgive me they've beautiful new setup here and i can't see a flipping thing um but it's you know we we sort of have these these jabs. I mean, I think from from what I've looked at, the first one is is two months of of age, um, you know. But are some of them still relevant? I mean, we the, they have the vaccine um, for measles, which did cut down the amount of measles cases, but they are starting to rise again. Admittedly, if we you know if our children have had it or we've had it ourselves then, you know, hopefully it's not as bad, which is what the vaccine does. It basically, you know, builds your body's immune system up a little bit towards, you know, if we get one of these illnesses or our children get one of these illnesses, that they're not as bad as, you know, what they could be. You know, I mean, measles had an extremely high death rate at one point, whereas now, you know, I mean, we do have the medication, we have... Um, the um, health service that, you know, if we have a child that's been vulnerable to it and, and is poorly with it, you know, we know it can do it. Oh, hiya, Tanya. Tanya Bunston. Hiya, sweetheart. How are you? Hope you're doing all right, sweetheart. Um, thank you for joining me, darling. It's, you know, children's vaccines as a whole, I mean, 
they used to have the polio vaccine. That's pretty much from, you know, UK and a lot of areas in the world has been eradicated. There are still places where it, it's still a possibility to catch it. Um, but, you know, hopefully we, uh, we're we not one of them at the moment. I mean, it has been out. Um, measles, again, is the big one at the moment. I mean, I was reading that measles has made a comeback, for want of a better word, and in some places it, ha it has been a slight epidemic. Um, you know, but you start giving your your baby injections as i say if i'm right you know somebody please tell me if i'm wrong because i it's been so long when my youngest is nearly 30 as he keeps reminding me bless him um it's been a long time so i'm not a hundred percent sure i have done some research but it's i'm not hundred percent sure if it's all right um but i mean we start vaccinating our babies at two to three months old um so it's like we then hopefully are giving their bodies a chance to build up an immunity against these things. But what, you know, what do you think? I mean, are you somebody that turned around and went, well, no, you know, I don't want my children to have, and don't feel, I, you know, I would never, ever, ever judge anybody on their decisions. You know, everybody's decision is their own decision. And it's not for me to say whether it's good, bad or not. But, I mean, are you a parent that turned around and went, well, no, I'm, I'm not letting my child have these, these vaccinations. I'm not letting my child have these injections. Um, or are you somebody that's turned around and went, well, yeah, every single date that I have been given to have you know, my child vaccinated, I will make sure that I have them vaccinated. Is that what you've done? Um, I know I did, I must admit, but I've learned over the years that... Um, <laughs> There's like the tetanus shot. I mean, at one stage, years ago, I mean, you had to have a booster shot every 10 years. Whereas now it seems that you, once you've had your booster, I think it is, you don't need another one. So things have changed. And it, I'm wondering whether all of the vaccinations are still relevant. Um, I mean, there used to be the BCG when you were in school and, and people of my age and probably slightly older um, or younger even will remember that the, the little scar that, you know, you, you could look at somebody and you knew that they'd had the BCG. I was, <laughs> I was lucky I was in hospital at the time. Um, so I haven't got that scar. But you can tell, you do, you do know. I mean, but that had to be done. I think it was when you were 13. Somebody let me know if if that's right or not because i can't remember but i think it was you were about 13 and you did have to um have this done in school and you had all these little pinpricks and things and they they checked on whether this was right and that was right and whatever but you know as children we never really knew what it was for and to be honest i'm not really sure i know what it's for now because you just had it done you know it was it was something that you you did because you were told you had to have it done and it's you know um ah now then i've just i've just googled it i'm sorry but the bcg was the vaccine for tuberculosis 
Um, so, you know, we we had the we had that when we were in school. Um, now, apparently, it's only offered. And as I said, I'm reading this up quick. Um, it's now only offered to those that are at high risk of catching it, which I suppose is similar to, you know, some of the, the, the jabs that, or the vaccines that are around, um, you know, sort of the, the oh, I can never remember how to say it, pneumonia one anyway, and the flu jab and things like that. So it's for people that are at higher risk, which is fair enough. You know, that's not a problem. Um as a parent, though, I mean, what? As a, if, if you're a young parent, you know, come and join me on Facebook. Let me know what you think because it's, as I say, it's been a long time since I had to go through children's vaccinations myself, and I know it's all changed. And it, it would be interesting to see if there are less now than what there were because they're all. We always seemed as parents years ago. We always seemed to be in the doctors every month or so you know, our child needed this vaccine. So we then gave our child this vaccine to do the best that we could for them. But is it a case now that, do we need to? Are they still relevant? The measles ones, definitely, because there there is still high cases of, of measles in, in the UK as a whole. Um, but, you know, what about mumps? I mean, it's, I haven't heard of anybody having mumps for ages. And I, you know, I always remember being told it was more dangerous for, for males than it was for females. Um, but it, it's, I don't know, is, is, are they still relevant? You know, are they all still relevant? Or is it a case of we just do it now because we feel we should? Or because as a parent you think, well, I'm doing the best for my child? Or on the other hand, you're not a hundred percent sure so you think well no you know i'm i'm you know i'm going to keep away from this i'm i'm not going to give my child this because you know i'm i feel safer not giving it and as i said i mean if you're a parent that hasn't don't don't be afraid to come on you know i'm not going to judge you and if anybody else starts judging you i shall jump on them and with my size it'll hurt <laughs> so um but it, it, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, there's so many things happening now with vaccinations that it's it's good to take a step back and, and look at the vaccinations given as a general rule to children and babies. Um, and as I said, you know, if somebody wants to update me on on what because. You know, the ones I've got is you, you've got your diphtheria and your tetanus. Well, diphtheria, when was the last time we knew of anybody having diphtheria? Um, again, is that still relevant? Tetanus, well, yes. Um, whooping cough. Now, that's another one that years ago, a lot of children used to suffer every winter with whooping cough. And it, it had... You knew it was whooping cough because of the way the cough went. Um, so you know it was, it was it was quite a, a big, a big illness for for a child or a, or your young child to have. Um, you know, with hepatitis. Okay, I suppose that's still relevant. The pneumococcal one, which they have at two months old. Um, 
and then they have boosters and boosters and boosters of the same jabs. And this is two, three, four months old. Um, I don't know. Is, is it still relevant? Um, should they be given that close together? Why are they given that close together? Does anybody know? Can anybody join in to find out or to let us know? Um, it's, it is. It's, it's kind of confusing because a lot of the illnesses that seem to be that children were vaccinated for don't seem to be around anymore. Um, oh, hiya, Jill. Hello, my lovely. Our own Jill Ellis is on. Uh, hi, Ronnie. Great topic. Okay, so my kids, as you know, are grown adults now. Yes, and very nice they are too. I embraced all the jabs given to my babies in 1997. We were posted to Brunei with the RAF and were advised to have many boosters, the usual hepatitis, typhoid, etc. And also one called Japanese encephalitis. So if we had refused and the boys had got ill, as parents, we would never have forgiven ourselves if they caught a disease in third world countries. I think my boys are proof that it was a wise decision. They had no major illnesses and are strong adults. It's personal choice, but I'm all for a very strong vaccination program now and in the future. Absolutely brilliant, Jill. Yeah. And if you are, that's the thing. If you're in a different country, that that's a, a totally different thing as well. Because, yes, you do need, they are going to have different um, illnesses or different strains of that illness. As you said, the Japanese encephalitis. I've never heard of that. I'm just about to say it. Um but it's, you know, it made sense and it does make sense. And as you say, yes, your boys are strong, strong adults with no major illnesses, apart from the fact that Toby never keeps still, bless him. Um, and I can say the same thing about my three. I say my three. Um, my daughter is um, always been borderline anemic, so bless her, she catches anything that's going um, and would do, I think, anyway. But my boys, I mean, they're they're pretty fit and healthy. Um, and yes, they, they did have all the jabs. And I, I must admit, I did make sure they, they did. Um, but as, as Jill quite rightly says, it is a personal choice. Um, and, and that's the thing. The, the beauty of it is we are still given that choice to whether or not to vaccinate our child. And, you know, we're not forced into it. We're not made to do it. Okay, you might get a little bit of pressure from your health visitor or your doctor or the nurse or, you know, even other parents perhaps. But it's still down to us whether we do it or not. And as Jill said, you know, when, when you go out to a third world country or to a different country, they have different illnesses. So therefore, yes, it would make sense to make sure that your child was protected against that. Because, you know, the last thing you want is for them to come down with that and, you know, be very, very poorly, you know, which is not the sort of thing you want happening. Um, so, yeah, I suppose if you, if, if you, even to this today, you know, if you're going to a different country or you're, you know, going to live or move to a different country or holidaying in a different country, then yes, you know, it does make an awful lot of sense. I'm going to take a little break 
which means, as regular listeners know, I will have to end the video because I'm going to put a bit of music on. But please, I will be going live afterwards. So please rejoin me after we've had a little bit of The Gap Band and Faithless. Say oops, upside your head. 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 Say oops,
song too early and forget that little drum beat at the end and we because you just heard from the gap band with oops upside your head and don't tell me you won't sing along to that and what i haven't heard for ages god is a dj by faithless so this is ronnie J, and we're ants and rambles and i'm definitely rambling tonight um once again i'm going live on facebook so please join me there if you wish um and we're discussing children's vaccines and while I was listening to the... Well, I say while I was listening to the music. While we were all listening to the music, I actually went on to find out, um, you know, the, the, the different vaccinations for children and babies that are routinely offered, um, you know, to, to them all. So, OK, where am I? Sorry, bear with me. I'm... Right, I'm there. <laughs> Sorry, they've, I, they've changed the setup a bit. And yes, I'm wearing my glasses because I can't read otherwise. Um, and uh, if you see me waving my hands around, 
a lot more than normal. It's because there's a pesky fly in here and it is bugging me. <laughs> I want one of them tennis racket things, you know. Um, but yeah, well, tonight we're discussing the, the children's vaccinations. And I must admit, I didn't realise how much it has actually changed. Um, basically, you know, that where we, when my, my children were younger, we were, that they had all these different injections and different vaccines and different bits on sugar and goodness knows what. Now it's pretty much six in one, and that they give one, you know, vaccine, a single jab, and this is at two months of age, and it's a six in one. And then for the next few months, they have the boosters and the, uh, the top up, and um, it's quite. Su- I'm, I'm just admit, I'm I'm quite surprised on how it's all changed you know i mean we even have the flu vaccination for children um which i kind of knew about because i i remember my daughter saying my granddaughter had had it um and it's there's new ones i mean there's a brilliant one for 12 to 13 year olds and it's the hpv vaccine which protects against cervical cancer which is a brilliant one, you know, is absolutely brilliant. Um, hi, Dawn. Dawn Nash has just joined me. Thank you, darling. Hi, sweetheart. Welcome to the show. Um, but it's it's quite. I'm I am I'm sorry. I'm sat here and I am completely blown away because so many things have changed. Um, to have a child have an annual flu vaccine, which don't get me wrong, it's not a bad thing at all. The MMR is still given. And then you've got the four-in-one as a single jab, which is um, diphtheria, tetanus, whooping cough, um, and polio. Now, as I said, are some of these still relevant? Is a polio jab vaccination still relevant? Is a whooping cough? We know that polio has pretty much been eradicated. We know um, measles hasn't been. It, It did go on the decline for quite some time. But it has now started coming back again. Um, but it's, I mean, I suppose if you, you know, these these are the ones given in Wales. So I mean, it's like, is is diphtheria still around in Wales? I I, I would have thought that's pretty much been. I mean, I could sit here all night and and just sort of look everything up um, because it's starting to become quite fascinating I must admit um, Dawn's, Dawn Nash has just said my daughter has just had the cervical cancer jab I think it's brilliant they offer it now totally totally agree with you on that one and had that been around when my daughter was younger um, then definitely she would have had it um, this is the thing I mean as I said, my, my children, my youngest is 28, so, you know, my oldest is 41, so we're looking at, you know, quite a while back. And to see how much it has changed, I mean, but, as I say, are some of these still relevant? I mean, are they, are they still... Is it, is it still needed? You know, I mean, is... Yeah, measles, definitely. Um, the rubella, yes, from what I can understand. Mumps, I don't know anybody that's had mumps for a while. Um, I'm not saying there isn't people having it, but, you know, I haven't personally heard. Um, 
but I mean, some of them, it's like the diphtheria and things like that. Are they still actually relevant? Should they still be given or is there a need for them to still be given? I mean, if anybody out there in the area that deals with that, I mean, you know, please, please feel free to sort of let me know because, I mean, I could spend half the evening here, oh, excuse me, sitting here and sort of going through all the different ones to have a look and build up the statistics, but I could, you know, that would take up more than a two-hour show. Um, but as I say, I mean, do you, I mean, personally think that this is all that the, the, like the six in one, are they all needed now? You know, is it kind of um, outdated? Is that the right word? I mean, it's brilliant. There's so many new jabs out there. And in fairness, I, as, as I said, I mean, looking it up myself now, I, I am quite surprised, you know. I mean, yes, we, we start building our baby's immune systems up at two months of age. So you've got two months, three months, four months, and then a year. Um, and then they get the new, you know, they still get the pneumococcal virus um, vaccine. Um, and they get the meningitis now definitely for that one, yes. Um, again, they three to four months, three years and four months up to starting school. They get a four-in-one, which is against diphtheria, tetanus, whooping cough and polio. But as I said, is is the polio one still, you know, is the diphtheria one, is the whooping cough, are they still relevant? I mean... I know somebody could sit out there and, and in fairness to you, if you want to do it, feel free and let me know on here, um, on Facebook Live, because if you want to Google it, because I, I haven't actually looked into um, the statistics for that. I, I did look into some of them. But as I say, I mean, um, polio, I know, has been pretty much eradicated. Um, there hasn't been any new cases, as from what I could read in the UK, for quite some time. Um as, as Dawn said, the cervical cancer one is fantastic that they brought that out. Absolutely brilliant. Because, I mean, that is something... I mean, we, we could swap topics now and go on to smear tests and, and, you know, ladies, go out there, girls, go out there, get it done. If you've been called in to have it, get it done. Because, you know, it can save your life. It's as simple as that. Um, so to have that cervical cancer one... But then that could take us on to, well, if you can get a cervical cancer jab, why can't you get other ones for other cancers? I'm going into the, <laughs> the wrong area, I think, at the moment, because I'm pretty sure somebody will turn around and uh, <laughs> say to me, oh, yeah, but Ronnie. So it's kind of like, yeah, OK, Ronnie's... Um, yeah, <laughs> Ronnie's going to perhaps stick to what she should do. I don't know. Tell me what you think. I mean, there's, there is. I mean, you can go on and, and change topic halfway through. And But as I said, you know, I mean, cervical cancer, definitely. I mean, for us women, as I say, if, if you get the call to have that, that test done, you have it done. Um, it takes, well, less than five minutes. And it, it literally can save your life. Um Right, Dawn, what have you got to say? Can I ask your view on children having the COVID jab? Ah, now, I'm not going to cover that too much. Um, 
because that again is a big, 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 um, what do they say, bone of contention. Personally, if it was me and my children were young, um, I would probably say yes. You know, it's my way of protecting them. I don't say it's something that is right or is wrong. If you're a parent that says no, that's brilliant. You know, that is fine. As I said before, with any vaccination, every parent has that right to say, no, I don't want my child to have it. But as I said, if it was me, I, I'm, I probably would. I don't say 100%. I'm kind of 50-50. But having been jabbed myself, I've had the jab. Um, I've been double jabbed. Um, I, I would probably personally um, say yes. Um, Dawn, what's your view on it? I mean, would you? Um, I mean, they... Is it going to... I mean, this is another thing. Is it going to be something that will be included in the vaccinations for children in several years' time? I don't know. It, it, it's... They're, they're, as I said, they're looking at the, the vaccine list now. They're changing so many different vaccinations. There's so many there's new ones that, I mean... Are, are they going to add this as a regular one later on? Who knows? I don't. Uh, it's not something I really, really want to get into because there's so many people are going to have so many different views on it. Um, but as I say, to me, it would be as a as a parent, it's a personal choice, the same as any vaccination. Um, it's and not. I suppose not having children as it stands now you know young children myself now um it's a difficult question to answer but it is a perfectly valid question please bear with me a minute because i'm checking on the time i'm sitting here waffling away to you all and it's you know i'm kind of thinking oh hang on what's the time <laughs> um so yes it, it is a you know it is one of those um, things, but as I say, I wonder if that in a few years' time is going to be part of a normal vaccination for a child. Um, yes, Dawn, I totally agree with you. She, Dawn Nash, my children have all their other jabs, so they are protected, but I'm a bit on the fence with this one. Nice to hear other people's opinions on it. It is nice to hear other people's opinions on it, as long as we don't get, you know, too involved with it. But yes, I totally agree with you. It, it is kind of... Um, I suppose if I think about my granddaughter and my grandson, would I want them to have it? Again, that would be up to their parents. Um, but, I mean, as a parent, you want to do the best you can. Now, for some people, that best is them not having their vaccinations. For another parent, it is having their vaccinations. So, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of an awkward one to answer. Um, but, yeah, it's, as I say, it is one of those things. Is it going to be added later on as a, as a, normal, as a normal jab, you know, normal vaccination for a child? I don't know. Um, but I, I just, I was quite surprised. It's a flu jab. You know, I mean, there is a flu jab for the children. I mean, as adults, we know the flu jabs are around. I, I mean, I have one and my hubby has one and a lot of people I know have one. Um, so, I mean, the flu jab for an adult is almost like, yeah, OK, every winter you get you stick your arm up and that's it. You get your, you know, get your jab like and hopefully you don't get the flu too badly. Um, 
but not re- I didn't realise that, that how you know how young a child is when they do have their flu jabs. Uh, it's it's quite surprising. Um, and then you know when you're talking then 19 to 25 years, you know you, you they get a different type of vaccine again. I think it's a meningitis and something else. Um, you know you get your three in one teenage booster at 13 to 18 years given as a single jab against diphtheria, tetanus and polio. Again, tetanus, definitely. Diphtheria and polio, again, are they still relevant? I don't know. It's it's a difficult one to answer. So, uh, yeah. It's, um, as a parent, you, 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 you want to do your best for the children, but as a parent, we're an individual, you know, in the sense of, um, what we feel is best for our children. And this is, in a way, what annoys me sometimes because you do have parents, quite rightly, that have their children vaccinated. Every single vaccine, as you said yourself, Dawn. But you also have the other side of the coin where you have parents that have decided not to have their children vaccinated, which is still their choice. You know, it is freedom of choice and they may feel that that is the best they can do for their child. That is great. You know, both sides of the coin. It's 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 good either way, because at the end of the day, all you're thinking about is protecting your children and protecting them as much as you can from whatever you can. And, you know, again, as I said, I, I just I just wonder if some of them are still relevant. That That's my thing. I mean, Dawn, do you think diphtheria, polio, do you think they're still relevant vaccines? See, see, we're having a conversation by ourselves tonight. We're doing really well, girl. <laughs> we had Jill on earlier, but it's you and me, Dawn. Um, I'm going to... What am I going to do? I'm going to... We're coming up to the news before long, which is getting very scary. This this show has gone very, very quick this first hour, which has totally surprised me. Um, and this fly is still in the studio, still bugging me. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. Each to their own, exactly. You, you, you parent how your ch- your children how you see fit. There's no right or wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> love it. I love it, Dawn. It's so nice to have you involved with me tonight. Um, it is. It's it's kind of strange, isn't it? I mean, we we talk about these vaccines, and you know, that's the big word at the moment. And, you know, I know most of it is COVID vaccinations, but I don't really want to cover that. Yes, we have touched on it. Um, but it's it's more, you know, your children's vaccinations that you would normally give them. You know, as a new parent, you know, if you're a new parent out there, how do you feel about your brand new baby or your several, you know, perhaps a few months old baby having these vaccinations. Do you know what they're for? Do you understand what they're for? You know, or is it a case of you as a, you know, you've turned around and said, well, no, I'm not going to. Um, We're coming up to the news. I'm going to stick on (sighs) a bit of a tribute um, because I love the band. Um, We're going to have a bit of ZZ Top sharp dressed man will have the news and we will come back after the news and hopefully continue please keep joining me dawn i just finish the video as well so we'll put that back on after the news as well
Parece 